Bobby Bones post show pre show. And you have a couple movies that you saw you want to recommend. Uh, Richard Jewell. Yeah, I told one. you about that one, huh? Yeah, y'all did, and I, I didn't, I didn't ever know his story at all. So I, I like a good true story movie that you don't know what happens that I have yeah. no idea what happens and you're right you described it in the beginning as a little bit Paul Blart mall coffish mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of dopey yes but then it, go, it, it switches lanes a little bit and gets into it and it's just crazy how things can happen and escalate so quickly because of the media and honestly back then there wasn't even as much as there is now yeah, it's about the Olympic bombing back in the 90s, and they blamed him, and he didn't do it. Right. So, I mean, then the blame was coming from, you know, newspaper and news outlets and how quickly that caused his life to be awful. And you can imagine if that were to happen in this day and age. Like, the whole country hated him because yeah. we were all led to believe the news told us that he was the bomber and for a while. he was a hero. And he was a <laughs> freaking hero. Really? He's not alive now. Yeah. Really? He died? He, mm-hmm. Very young, too, at well, oh. you watch it. You can see it at the end, but you haven't seen it. Never seen it. No, I wasn't expecting it to be good. It's good. You want it's the beginning. You're like, what am I watching? Yeah, it's so weird. But then it gets good. It's got a 96 positive on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. Uh, Clint Eastwood made that movie. Yeah. So it's one of those ones that he's not in, but he made. It ends up being pretty good. That one. So you like that? What would you give that one? Well, I give it. I was entertained the whole time. I give it five out of five. Like, watch it. Five out of five. <laughs> Mall cops. No, no, He's, security guards. I think Amy actually watched Paul Blart. Yeah. <laughs> no, security guards. Okay, and then you watched the Lego movie? Yeah, so those are great. My son, we watched Ninjago first. Ninjago. The, nin, sorry, Ninjago. <clears throat> no it's problem. the Lego. Why are you so offended that she said that a little wrong? Because everyone knows it's called Ninjago. I don't. I didn't. I just called it the Lego Ninja movie, and it's so cute. The adults can watch it. Like my in-laws watched it, and we all laughed. There's, they did a good job of making it, you know, some humor thrown in there where you catch on. And I know a lot of kids' movies do that a lot, but that's one where your kid will be thoroughly entertained, but so will the adults. And then they also have other Lego movies. Next up, we're going to do Lego Batman. So then there's a whole. In my family right now, we're big on a certain movie where you can watch multiple, like if it's a series or kind of like this Lego one, different characters. That would be called a... Saga? No. I don't know. Trilogy. A a, A trilogy would be three, though. A a Lego... Mike, what would you call a bunch of movies? A franchise. Oh, yeah, it's a franchise. A Lego franchise. Is that what it's called? Sure. What were you going to call it? Yeah, what were you thinking? I don't know. I wonder what you guys called it. (laughs) So, Amy, you talking about you watched the original one? The first Lego movie with Everyone is Awesome. Everyone is Awesome. No, I watched the Ninjago one. Oh, okay, okay. Is that how you say it? Yeah, Ninjago. Did you watch Ninjago? Yeah, I've seen like Ninjago. I've Ninjago. Seen and Jackie Chan is the voice of the, is he the voice of the green ninja? No. You don't remember? Or there's, well, either way, it doesn't matter. They're funny. Watch them. Uh, here is a final check-in with Lunchbox on his luck. Lunchbox, you did all the bad luck stuff. Yeah, and uh, I think it was last night or the night before, I walked in the kitchen and my... Dishwasher, all the water was leaking out of the front of the dishwasher, so I had water on my kitchen floor. So normal for an appliance to be broken? <laughs> I mean, it's been working fine until I, a week ago when I break the mirror, and then all of a sudden, boom, it happens. That's weird to me. But nothing that, terrible happened. Well, I mean, I got to figure out what's wrong with my dishwasher. The house, the house household items that break when you're not planning. My refrigerator went out. I told you we went home, and everything stunk. We found it. So the repairman comes over to the house, 
And he's like, okay. And he pulls everything out, every, every drawer, freezer, fridge, just pulling off little uh, wheels. And so he's like, okay, well, it's going to be about $550 to replace this oh. part. And I go, how much does a new fridge cost? The same fridge, like a not a crazy refrigerator. And he goes, mm, about $1,300 for a new fridge. And it's right in that spot of, I don't want to spend $1,300. I know, I feel like that's how they price it. <laughs> Just a little under that, like, well, can I get a new one? Yeah, because if the fridge would have been like $900. Uh-huh. Get a new one. Yep. No questions asked. I hate that, dude. So, you know, what, what did I do? I don't know. Oh, you just got it fixed. You just yeah, eat out. <laughs> eat out. No, it's not working now. It's all we're doing right. is eating out. <laughs> We've only eaten out for the last couple nights. All right, so, so far, Lunchbox, you're, you've passed with flying colors. Not a bad luck. You made money off of it. And I sent you the money. Yeah, you did send me the money. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. So I get paid, people. I have two more things to do. The top ten songs to make babies. Let's hear it. But, it, but, but, but this list, I don't think it's about making babies, like doing it. I think it's about songs to play while you're having a baby. Oh, okay. Which I did, by the way. Both yeah. of my kids, I have oh, playlists. Like a push list, a push playlist. Oh, I thought it was like, hey, let's get in the mood. When she walks in the door, you have this music playing, and then she's like, all right. Like Marvin Gaye? Yeah, I thought it was it that, too. But once I <laughs> compiled the songs and looked at all the then data. Then it was like, I was push like, it, salt and pepper. I was like, <laughs> Peppa. Oh, pepper. Um, <laughs> okay, whatever. Ninjago. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are rude. Do I have the list, Mike? Okay, here we go. Uh, top childbirth songs. Number 10, Adele, hello. Hello. <laughs> so funny. Oh, jeez. It's me. Number nine, Vance Joy, Riptide. Oh, Right? Yeah, that's Avicii, wake me up. So wake me up when it's all over. This is by uh, Kitty's Kingdom. I want that song now. <laughs> Avicii, wake me up. Oh, that's like a just. I saw you earlier. I saw Amy earlier in the show. He's a camera on me. Uh-huh. She, she's talking. She finished talking. And she does this. <laughs> just closes her eyes right in the middle of a segment. <laughs> and I was like, all right, I'll be taking this segment back over. <laughs> She went to sleep mid-segment. Man, I love the way that she doesn't even argue. She's like, man, that was me. <laughs> don't. Don't, don't. Okay. <laughs> number six, Passenger, Let Her Go. Or number seven, Passenger, Let Her Whatever, play that one. What about Stay With Me? Oh, we'll get back to that one. <laughs> I, I skipped over by accident. <laughs> Go ahead. Sam Smith, Stay With Me. Understand. I don't get that. I don't get all of this anyway. I don't understand. I mean, it, it sounds like just the titles are have to do could ha, could do with ha, delivering a baby. I thought it'd be like I'm coming out. Yeah, there we go. Like yeah. I want the world to know. That's funny. Or push it real good. <laughs> or baby got back. Just baby. Oh, <laughs> baby got back. <laughs> so I don't. I'm not even that interested. I'll read you through them. Uh, Hosier, take me to church. John Legend, all of me. <laughs> James, James, you, you don't think that one's I don't a good get one? It for that. I don't get it. James Arthur, Say You Won't Let Go. Say you won't let go. Don't let that. go, baby. Come on. Let go. Uh, the Weekend Blinding Lights. I hear this, I think, of NBA 2K. Yeah. This is the song on the basketball game. Is your player getting good or no? He's getting better. I found out that my internet was the problem. So now that I can hardwire to my router, the internet, I have to be in the living room. But when I do that, I'm lights out, man. At least you're not in your bedroom with your wife in the bed playing. Correct. 
there's always a point where we're talking with Eddie playing basketball, or I am, <laughs> and he's talking, talking, and then he just shuts down, but his player keeps going. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, Eddie's wife must be in the room. She must be in bed. Everyone's asleep at that point. Uh, number one, Ed Sheeran, thinking out loud. So honey, now. No idea. This is a dumb list. That's why I didn't do it on the Yeah, it's kind of a dumb list. Sometimes I'll take a flyer on a segment on the post show. I'm like, let's see if this goes somewhere good. Yeah. I'm not convinced of it on the regular show. And that's one of those times where it didn't. My goal when I did my playlist with my first son uh, was for him to eventually meet everyone that was on his playlist. I mean, I got down to three. And Who'd you pick? I mean, these were superstars. Me. No, no, oh. no. No, this is like U2 was on the list. Bob Marley was on the list. So I figured like with dead people, any of their kids would work. Okay. Um, and J- Jimmy Buffett, whom he, he did meet at one point. Uh, and then uh, this small band, Band of Horses or whatever, he got to meet them at one point. But really, out of the whole list, he met like three people. He thinks it's cool now that he's older and he's like, wow, cool, I met them. Yeah, here are pictures too. When he met them, was he like, I remember listening to you when I entered Earth. No, he met them as babies. Like he, he was a little baby. Oh. He was like one or two when he met most of them. All right. I'm done. That segment sucked. Let's just be honest about it. Let's call it, it what it is. Very good. Let's call it what it is. Sucky segment. <laughs> it's Sucky Segment Wednesday here on the show. What a terrible show theme that would be. All day long we come on with sucky segments. <laughs> I heard on our local station, I guess at some point I said, it's Wake Up Wednesday. Maybe they made me say it. I would never say it. In Nashville, I was listening and they play a promo. They're like, hey, we'll see you tomorrow on the Bobby Bones Show. It's Wake Up Wednesday. We're going to do. I'm like, I, don't, I would never call something Wake Up Wednesday for no reason. There's no n- reason we call it Wake Up Wednesday. Like, what is Wake Up about it that isn't about Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, or Friday? It's just one of those where they're looking for W's and W's. Yeah, I guess so. It's like a, a throwback Thursday. We play throwback songs, if yeah. that's a throwback Thursday. Sure. But I'm like, it's Wake Up Wednesday. You'll love it. We'll see you then. <laughs> what the crap does that even mean? You need to wake up every day. We're not doing anything extra on Wednesday to wake you up. That's it. I'm going home. It's Suck It Saturday. Nice. We'll see you then. That's good. Suck It Sunday. Or <laughs> no. Saturday is like Saturday. What were you gonna I did, say? I had one for Friday, but you can't say it. <laughs> oh my goodness, okay, Amy. Okay, Amy. <laughs> I wouldn't say it. Wait, what was Friday? I don't get it. <laughs> Fun Friday? <laughs> That's our cue to go. <laughs> yeah. I'm tired. I've been up since three o'clock in the morning watching election results. I'm gonna go back and watch more now. Uh, appreciate you guys hanging out with us. Thanks for watching on Facebook. Thanks for listening on the podcast. Amy's got her fifth thing podcast up today. Yeah. Yeah, you can check it out. She's reading emails. What what are you doing in this one though? Do you remember? <laughs> you know what? It's <laughs> Effin' Friday. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Oh, a lot of people ask about like skincare routines. I answered that question. Some people are asking like how the new something about the new podcast under my network. So I play like little teaser clips just to fill people in on what that's about. It's and also I, a bunch oh, of questions from oh, Yeah, from and I share encouraging emails that I get because I have a good little community where they send things that I think my listeners would find inspiring. So I just read the email and hopefully it'll encourage somebody. How is the Amy Podcast Brown Network, <laughs> the Amy Brown Podcast <laughs> Network doing? Good, I guess. I'm not a number. You know, we had, what, Chuck Wicks on or whatever. He's mm-hmm. like, you know, I'm a numbers guy. I check the numbers every day. And I'm like, I'll never check the numbers. <laughs> like, I check your numbers. There's two types of people in this world, though. Yeah. You know, those that check the numbers and those that don't. <laughs> those that don't know there are numbers, yes. I look at yours almost every day. Oh. I look at all of you guys almost every day. Okay. Yeah. Well, so I don't know how <laughs> they're doing because I don't check the numbers. But the girls that, have, that are under me, they, they're doing great. They're real nervous. They, they're checking the numbers, I think. And they're, they, they ask me, they're like, so I did this. Do you think that's good? Do you think everybody's happy? I'm like, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I just encourage them and, you know, help them along the way. So it's, 
well, I'm in one of them, Outweigh, the Disordered Eating Podcast, and then The Truthiest Life, if people want to check it out, and then You Need Therapy, which I'll be listening to today. <laughs> my, do you see Amy's numbers? I can only hers. Okay. Just my, mine, or my, can you see the other the, girls? The, your network. You need to get access to your yeah, network you, numbers, you should, Amy. No, oh, no, Mike. Mike runs the Nashville Podcast Network, nine or ten podcasts now, and he manages all those shows. Yeah, I have a manager under mine. Yeah, you, you need to, she needs to know. I can tell you what's good and what's not for a new podcast. Okay, I'll get those numbers to you. Okay. Because okay. Well, I would like your people opinion. Now you're working for Amy. Yeah, I'm like, okay. <laughs> no, he's not working for me. He's working with me. Like, he's, I wouldn't be doing the, any of this if it wasn't for you. It's you. So, so you look at the numbers, punk. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be doing it. It's Epic Friday. <laughs> All right, bye. All right. Uh, here is today's show. It's Wednesday's show. Bye, everybody. Well, here we are. It is a big day. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Obviously, it's a big day. And I think we should celebrate that now. Let's talk about it. This elephant's in the room. Let's go. The Bobby Bones Show. On this day in country music. Today's a big day in country oh, music. Oh, my goodness. I was like, what? Like, he's going for it. I was like, he's you're going, going right in. You're just going to do it. Okay. Today uh-huh. in 1989. George Strait topped the charge with his single, You Got to Have an Ace yes. in the Hole. Jam. Jam. Turn it up. A little secret that nobody knows. Life is a gamble, a game we all play. But you got to save something for a rainy day. You've got to learn to play your cards right. If you expect to win. So that's uh, 1989. Here we go. No matter what. <laughs> or just one row, you got to have an ace in the hole. On this day in country music, 1997, eight years later, Shania Twain's album, Come On Over, was released. It became the best-selling country album of all time. It included so many number ones. You're still the one. You're still the one I brought to the one From this moment. From this moment. Honey, I'm home. Honey, I'm home. Yeah, that don't impress me much. That don't impress me much. Man, I feel like a woman. What? You got away. Can't you see? You got away. I haven't heard that one in forever. I know it, but it's been a while since I thought about that one. This is the greatest hits album? No, it's literally "Come On Over." It's crazy. (laughs) And then "Come On Over," obviously. On this same album. Today in 2006, Dirk Bentley went number one on Billboard with Every Mile of Memory. Girl, it's almost like you're there and finally, today in 2013, Luke Bryan's single Drink a Beer hit the radio. Chris Stapleton singing Background. Turn it up. On the edge of this pier. Watch the sunset disappear. Drink a beer. Chris Stapleton wrote that and then sang background. And when it came out, a lot of folks didn't know Chris yet because he hadn't busted out himself. I told you today was a big day. Yeah, big day. Listen, Ooh, appreciate that. That are listening right now, we know what we're here to do. We're here to talk about politics all morning. 
So we're only going to do next hour fully. <laughs> we're not. We're not. We're not. Uh, let's go to Sage in Arkansas, who has called the show. Hey, Sage, how are you? Hi, good. How are y'all this morning? We are pretty good. What can I do for you? Oh, my gosh. I just wanted to tell y'all thank you for having being on this show because I listen to y'all on my way to work in the mornings, and I work 24-hour shifts on an ambulance. Wow. And so then when I get off shift, and it's been really bad because, I mean, with the crazy things going on in healthcare right now, like our call volume is like significantly increased. And so when I'm falling asleep on my way home the next day, I listen to y'all and y'all keep me awake. Like y'all crack me up at like every morning. So while I'm out saving lives, you guys save my life in the mornings to keep me awake. So, so basically, I really appreciate we're also that. saving lives. Mm. We're heroes. We're, yeah. Yes. Yes. We're, <laughs> Exactly. Mm-hmm. Y'all are saving lives, like mine, so I can go back and save lives. But I just wanted to tell y'all that I really appreciate what y'all do. You know, y'all are like keeping everybody out there pumped up and keeping a positive outlook in people's lives. And I really appreciate it. Well, thanks. Do you want to say anything about the election? I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Sage, thank you. I hope you have a great morning. Uh, you do God's work. You're out there protecting folks, making sure they're, they're, they're safe and healthy. So thank you very much. Yes, no problem. You guys have a good day. Thank you. All right, bye-bye. Amy, so what happened with your son? Well, he loves playing all Kane Brown music and asks Alexa to often play Kane Brown. So different songs are have rotated, but now he's obsessed with Be Like That. Which, by the way, my favorite Kane Brown song. It's long so time. good. Yeah, here it is. Thinking I might be better on my own. I beat you blowing up my phone. I wish I never met you. Sometimes it be like that, but I'm not mm-hmm. So I never even really was paying attention to the fact that it says the A word. Ooh. Oh, oh, I not oh, say? Okay. Well, whatever. My son says it now, and he's 10. But he doesn't know really what that means. So I don't know. And that he loves that song, and it makes him happy, and we don't know what it means. But now he's using the word. In not in an appropriate way. So I don't, I'm like, thanks a lot, Kane Brown. Could we, could we have said like, I wish I never met y'all face? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> or yep. I wish I never met you at all. Or I wish I never met you that day. Or I wish I never <laughs> met you. There's a lot butt. of words. Right, right, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what'd you say to your son? Nothing. I just said, hey, bud, we can't use that word. But then I don't want him to know. Part of me, he doesn't know that it's a, a bad word. So then... I don't even want to draw attention to the fact that it's a bad word because then that might make him want to use it even more. So if I feel like if I just ignore it and maybe move on to another song, then we should be good. <laughs> I just thought it was funny that that it's right there in that song, Claire's Day. Eddie's son has picked up something, too, from a TV show. Oh, my God, so dumb. He says that's what she says now because he's watching The Office. So <laughs> That's and he, awesome. And he doesn't know what it means, right. obviously, but he just says it around the house. And the other day, like... I, I, I try to remember it, but I think I said something about like, all right, put it in the dishwasher. And then she goes, that's what she said. That's what she said. And my wife looks at me like, that oddly makes sense. <laughs> that worked in that no, scenario. It doesn't. Not really. It doesn't it make, what are you guys <laughs> doing at your house? No, that is, makes sense. Is dishwasher code for something? It no. Was, it was just something like that. And I know it was random, but we were just like, okay, he's going to keep saying this. At some point, we're going to have to tell him like, that's not good to say. He doesn't know what that's yeah. what she said. No, mean. he just watches he the office and he just says, that's what she says. If he says that to his <laughs> teacher. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good, man. 
Kane Brown in the office <sighs> making life hard for us. Two things that I think are great for America. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, but how do you explain to but them? There's, I have, I, I said, I asked, uh, you know, Alexa to play the clean version of Be Like That, and I don't know that there is, because I guess maybe A isn't classified as explicit. I don't know. I don't think it's explicit. It's not one of the, what is it, seven mm. dirty words? Which isn't a real thing. Mm. Was an old thing. But yeah. Okay. But when we play that song, do we play that here on this station or in on the radio? No. No. Because no? that's not the Kane Brown single. Okay. And that's a pop Kane Brown song. Oh, well, it's good enough to play. I, I love, love it. it. It's my favorite So Kane if Brown we song. do, I wonder what they'll do. Maybe they just reverse do. it. Like, I wish I would have never met you sometime. They'll yes. do that. Blank blank it out. It, which I'm surprised we didn't do that earlier. Oh, sorry. That's why when <laughs> it played, Amy follows I, it up. <laughs> just in case why, you were wondering just, what the word was. To clarify, that's why I thought I could say it. Sorry. What? Because it, it said it, so you say it. What if your kid says that? I thought I could say it because that's what I heard mommy say. Well, <laughs> yeah, I know. That stop. It's now time to go into the mailbag, so let's open it up. Bobby's mailbag. Hey, Bobby Bones. My name is Charles. This might make me sound like a terrible person, but here it goes. So, a woman I dated a while back is coming in town for Thanksgiving. She's a great person, really nice, but the chemistry just isn't there. I've been friendly with her over text because she lives across the country and I didn't think it would be an issue. She really wants to get together when she's in town, but I'd like to avoid the whole thing. Would it be so terrible if I lied and told her I had tested positive for COVID? Uh, Whoa. I wouldn't (laughs) pretend to have the symptoms or anything. (laughs) Stop. I just tell her I'm COVID positive and she has to stay away. What's the worst thing that can happen? Sincerely, Charles. <laughs> we laugh because it is ridiculous. <laughs> Charles, if you have COVID now, it's, nothing's going to stop her from being here at Christmas and going, hey, I'm back in town. Do you want to get together now? You can't get COVID twice that quick. Just tell her no. I don't care what you tell her. Don't tell her you have COVID. <laughs> Does he be honest, though? Does he just straight up says, like, you know, chemistry's not there? Yeah, he, that's what he should try. I know it's hard, but... You don't do that. You, <laughs> there are a lot of things. I'm just saying, if you say COVID, that's a lie you can't maintain. So you can do the the thing that you should do. We don't always do the, the extremely appropriate thing. You go, hey, I, listen, maybe you even go, hey, I can't. I've actually just started dating somebody else. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh. Oh. Oh, that's, that's good too. That's really that's hurtful. <laughs> well, why? Why is it hurtful? Because he might have. Well, because she, she clearly. I mean, do you think she'd rather know that he's dating somebody else and she wasn't good enough, or just that he doesn't like her? I mean, it doesn't either mean hurts. you're not good enough if they're dating somebody no, else. No, th- that's what you think, though. Okay, but that's not what it means. Okay. I don't think you should lie about COVID because you can't use that same lie later on. You're gonna have to lie again later. Yeah. Well, then you just need to go with something more severe. What should he? Do? Oh yeah. <laughs> I got, I got murdered. <laughs> I got murdered? I'm, well, I was going with like a disease, like Ebola. Okay. But Eddie is texting from the dead. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go. Okay. What should he do, Amy? He should come up with a way to be a little bit more honest than that. You're right. He doesn't have to tell the whole truth and nothing but the truth, but he doesn't. He cannot say coronavirus. Agree. Just say, hey. He needs hey, to man up. I don't think Thanksgiving is a good time to get together. Yeah. Not for me. I'm very sorry. And then- Without lying, get out of it. Yeah, He could say COVID-related. I don't really want to uh, be, I can't be around people that have traveled. Eddie. 
I mean, what would you do, do no seriously? I, I'd like to tell the truth, but I don't think I can in that situation. What so, would you do? Uh, I, I would go with um, uh, just. I, I really like the COVID idea. <laughs> I, 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 I like the you know let's stay let's stay distant. Oh, I thought you meant when he has it. No, no, okay. his idea is terrible. Oh, you mean mine? Let's or just no. stay distant. That's it. All right, Morgan. If people want to email us, what do they do? They reach out to mailbag at bobbybones.com. There you go. Close it up. And that was Bobby's Mailbag. Bobby Bones Show. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Garth Brooks talks about being introduced to Trisha Yearwood by songwriter Kent Blazy. The first thing you notice with Miss Yearwood is just how stunningly natural, beautiful she is, mm-hmm. of course. And then she had her, I, mean, I don't remember much, but she had her little flannel open with her little kind of a, uh, uh, we call them wife beaters, but whatever the the right. men's muscle shirts or whatever sure, yeah. uh, underneath it, um, with little little what? A cami. A cami. <laughs> her jeans were just a little bit too short, and she had knockoff kids. Mm-hmm. And uh, God, she smelled so good. John Party suggests some fun ideas for a bachelor party. I just think a bachelor party should be fun and it should mean a lot for your friends and the time of your life. So maybe a, a good fishing trip, like deep sea fishing would be fun, you know? Take a nice boat out and go out deep sea fishing, eat the fish, get a good drunk, get sunburnt, have a good time. Matt Stell shares why his mom is a great influence on his life. Not only had she persevered through some very hard times, but did it with a smile on her face and was happy and was able to uh, not let the storms of life kind of, right, like put a frown on her face. I mean, she got most of her doctorate finished as a single mom. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. A Kentucky woman who lost her engagement ring 15 years ago had a pleasant surprise when the long-lost ring was found by construction workers remodeling her bathroom. Wow. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Lisa Phelps of Boyd County said she and her husband just scoured the house 15 years ago. Looked everywhere. But finally, they were like, well, you know what? It's gone or stolen, but we're never going to see it again. Her husband replaced it after a year. Scott Baker with Tri-State Construction was working on remodeling the bathroom and they were like, something is wedged between the vanity and the wall. What's a vanity? Sink area. Oh, it's an area? Mm -hmm. Okay. Sounds fancy. (laughs) I didn't know that either. Okay, good. Because one time Amy was talking about a bathroom, I was like, that's a fancy term. Powder room. Powder room. room. Oh, yeah. I was like, who has powder rooms? (laughs) Apparently we all do. (laughs) Okay, Jane Fonda. But that's what it felt like. But same thing. Okay. Uh, He didn't know the story behind it, but he goes, hey, are you missing a ring? She was like, nah, let me look at it. And then she's like, holy crap, this is from 15 years ago. Isn't that amazing? I love it. I would just be shocked. that they're, And they've also lived in the house for 15 years, too. That's also pretty cool. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Carson City, Michigan. Police were trying to pull over a vehicle. They get into a high-speed chase going through several counties. They lose the car. Guy's like, yes, I got away. Stops at McDonald's, gets something to eat, and falls asleep in the booth. Mm. They call police. Hey, man, there's a (laughs) guy sleeping here at McDonald's. And what do you know? It's the guy they were chasing. That guy must have been so blasted just when he did it. (laughs) Because I would be scared to death. That would probably sober me up. Mm. Right? Yeah. If you committed a crime, wouldn't you be so... Unless you're just absolutely so blasted. Okay, there you go. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. 
This guy, Lee, in Tallahassee, Florida, isn't very attentive or maybe just awful at math. So he goes to the grocery store. He picked up a 200 times the cash scratch-off ticket and was pumped. He won $1,000. Imagine scratching off a ticket. Because 20 bucks for me, I'm like, woo this is amazing. <laughs> but you scratch off a ticket and you found that you win $1,000? So hours after he, he put his winning ticket in, he looked at it again and was like, wait, if I do the math, it has more zeros in it. He won a million dollars. Oh! Crazy. Oh. It's amazing. He took the lump sum, which gave him a check of $890,000. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully he gets some, some tutor, math tutoring. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you get to experience different levels of joy. I won $1,000. You are on top of the world. Mm-hmm. Then you get to experience, oh, no, I won a million dollars. It's like your day's gotten better versus your life has gotten better. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Good point. A Florida man said he was cleaning his house when he came across an unscratched lottery ticket that turned out to be a $1 million top prize winner. Oh. 38-year-old James Kinder of Jacksonville told Florida lottery officials that he bought the fastest road to $1 million scratch-off ticket at a Circle K store and just put it on his fireplace, unscratched, remained there for weeks. He goes, I came across it when I was, I was cleaning, and I scratched it. He chose the lump sum of $790,000. So he won that there, too. Congratulations to those guys. Can't win unless you don't play. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Got to get very lucky. Speaking of lucky, there was a story in the news about a doctor who was fooled into buying an Aladdin's lamp. Did you see this? Where these guys had convinced him, and they had a whole little get-up they did, too, to have the genie there. But then I wonder, how's a doctor falling for this? A doctor was conned into buying Aladdin's lamp. The guys selling it faked a genie appearance. One of them even dressed as Aladdin at one point. Oh, wow. The doctor paid $41,600 for the lamp and then realized it was a scam. The two sellers have been arrested. I would have liked to have seen how they got the genie there. Yeah. yeah. Because it's like the Kim Kardashian, you know, at her birthday party. We talked about this on the show, right? Where Kanye got her as a gift. The hologram of her dad. Did we talk about this or no? No, no. So. we talked about that. They took a trip, but so they take a trip to this island, and for her birthday, Kanye spent. The, he said hours and hours of old tapes of her dad, Robert Kardashian, talking and being on home movies, and created a hologram with her with him talking to her. Oh, that's cool. It was like, hey, I'm so proud of you. You're doing great. But these guys had to basically do that too with a genie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whose voice do they get for the genie? So. They wanted $200,000 for the lamp. The doctor agreed to make a down payment of 41000 Now, I then go, how can someone be so smart at having to learn medicine in school and mm-hmm. pass a certain threshold to be a doctor and then fall for a fake Will Smith painted blue? <laughs> Here's a question, because I was going to just go, we don't need to register anywhere for a wedding. I don't need any gifts. And so I said, and Caitlin and I were talking about it. We don't need to register. We don't want people to buy us gifts. But then a couple of friends were like, hey, everybody buys a gift for someone having a wedding. And by you not registering, it makes us hard, makes it harder on us. Because then what do we do? Just go and buy you something random? They're like, you're going to get gifts anyway because you don't show up to a wedding without a gift or you don't. So what do I do? Have y'all discussed putting up something where the gift is making a donation? We did. When we were... but. We were just like, we don't want to have people to spend anything. Yeah. Well, people are going to. That is the problem. So whether you have to provide a way for people to give to your future, your new life, whether it is something you're passionate about and y'all have decided in lieu of gifts, we would like this, 
or you need to put something up. So yeah, people aren't just like, <laughs> is this weird? Here's a birdhouse. <laughs> okay. Yes. Is this weird? If I go, hey, <laughs> in lieu of gifts, please donate to, and I put a link and it's Eddie's bank account because he has it. four kids and we all help Eddie with his life. Mm. Oh, that's fantastic. Would that be weird? I mean, I don't, I, yeah. You wouldn't donate to that? I would, well, I guess I would if that's what Bobby wanted. But yeah, whatever whatever is important to you and Caitlin. And if helping Eddie out, he is he has made a great sacrifice having <laughs> two biological and two foster children Amen. in his home. So, you know, whatever you decide. What is your life like every day, Eddie? <laughs> it's hectic, dude. Because anytime Eddie and I get on headsets and play basketball, he's like, all right, man, I'm ready to go. And all I hear in the background is, the whole time. <laughs> like, I explained to my wife the other night, it's like, it's just hard. It's hard. Like, it's not easy. It's hard. But when you step away <laughs> and you take that bird's eye view of my life, I'm like, it's amazing. Like, really, the person that I've become because of fostering two kids and having two kids of our own. And then being, I'm trying to be the best husband, too. You know, all of that. Like, it's very rewarding. But, man, it is difficult. And loud. And extremely loud. It's always, there's always screaming all the time at your But house. see, that's hard for me because I'm trying not to like uh, just think that that's normal so that when I go into a different environment, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm used to normal. I-, I want it to be quiet in my house. It's just impossible to get them to be quiet. Here are your biggest songs in country music. At number three this week, Morgan Wallen, More Than My Hometown. Yeah, I love you more than when the when the guy gets the girl at the there are two artists that can put multiple songs on the chart right now in country music and make it work. Morgan Wallen's one because Seven Summers is top 30, More Than My Hometown is number three, rare. The other one is Luke Combs, who can do that with two songs at the same time, where people on radio don't worry about it playing too much because people are just so infatuated with their sound. That's me and Morgan Wallen. Love that guy. He's coming to the house tomorrow to do a Bobby cast, like cool. a, sit, a long, long form sit down interview. Uh, Russell Dickerson is at number two, Love You Like I Used To. And number one, Matt Stell, Everywhere But On. The number one pop song is by 24K Golden. This is called Mood. And the number one dance song is called Alenium, Nightlight. He's a DJ. This is singer uh, Annika Wells. I guess Alenium is the name of the artist, and Nightlight is the name of the song. There you go. I'm so cool and hip. So cool. I'm like, he's called Alenium Nightlight. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember when I was cool, never. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So a 50-year-old man in Florida paid $150 to belly rub a captive black leopard. It's a lot of money for a belly rub. Yeah. And then what happened? Cool experience, you know? You get to rub this black panther's belly and then the black panther mauls you because that's what happened to him. He's a leopard, right? Yeah. The, oh, yeah. Leopard. Sorry. Black, whatever. black panther. Whatever. Uh, the one leopard. One superhero. One. Um, it bit his head and his yeah. ear. Ripped his scalp oh, off. Okay. Yeah. Oh, he got twist. the full experience, though. He paid for the up close personal experience. It's like he's basically in the woods. He's in the wow. forest. He and got it. The leopard's owner who charged, like, you know, charges 
to people pet his cat, issue, was issued two misdemeanor citations for allowing full contact with an extremely oh. dangerous animal and maintaining captive wildlife in his conditions. Yeah, that's a. Cr- I saw that in the news too, <laughs> and and I mistakenly kept scrolling to see the picture and like part of his head. Oh, oh. yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. All right, what else? So, parents, this is a warning to you because a 12 year old girl. Uh, spent thousands of dollars buying likes on TikTok. She racked up a $12,000 bill trying to get the attention of popular TikTokers, and her parents had no clue about some in-app purchases until their credit card bill came. No hater. (laughs) (laughs) Stinks for her parents, but I get it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, watch those in-app purchases. Uh, Tim McGraw revealed that he has never seen Four Christmases which is such an awesome movie. He was in it, and he said he after he saw the trailer, he's like, I can't bring myself to watch Do you the know why? Movie. He said he's fat in the trailer. That's the one where his daughter said they saw him in it, and he was like, Dad, you need to lose weight. Oh, really? He told us that story. Okay, well, that's why he can't watch it back. And well, I feel like well, Don't he's, get upset with me. I'm just saying he told it here <laughs> on the show. He's missing out because that's one of, that's like a really good Christmas movie. I've never seen it. Um, but this article was... It was more so along the lines of, do you have things in your life where you can't go back and watch? Or you, can you go back and listen to yourself? Or I don't. I just don't. I, the only time that I will go back and listen to something is if, A, I'm in trouble for it. Maybe I said something that they're like, hey, you should go and listen to see if you if this is what you meant. Yeah. Or if I accidentally said something about a sponsor not knowing it was a sponsor. Where I'm like, yeah, this sucks. I was like, brought to you by whatever, just suck. You know, <laughs> yeah. you never want that to happen. Yeah. But mostly, no. When I do stand-up, once a year, I'll go back and listen before I actually record something. Like, I'll record it myself to, to listen back to see what I can change. But I don't do that. I hate myself. You never went to go back and see the Dancing with the Stars stuff? Uh, not. First of all, no. I would watch to see how I could improve, not for my own self. While we, you were still in it. We would do, we, we, she would make me watch a game tape. Mm-hmm. Right after we got off stage. But I never watched it again. I never watched the show while I was on it. I didn't even watch the other dancers. Crazy. So while they were dancing, I was not watching. Wow. So I feel like I perform best when I'm just focused on me and what I'm doing. Now, if I have to go back and kind of collect my thoughts and judge my base, I will, but I I don't like me, so. (laughs) (laughs) All right, is that it? Yeah, I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So I love this story. Brittany is an Instacart shopper and she got an order in from a mom named Katie who was pretty stressed out. And she, I guess, messaged her back while she was at Target shopping for her and said, hey, got everything. Is there anything else you need? And the mom replied, "Uh, yeah, my sanity if you see it. Because I got two kids here driving me crazy. You know. She's doing jokes with the Instacart shopper. (laughs) Yeah. And then the Insta shopper shows up at her house or when the order arrived, there was... A Play-Doh for the kids, a candle for the mom, and like a paint kit, and then a handwritten note of encouragement. And obviously it brought the mom to tears and just thought it was super special. It made me think, this happened to my friend Gracie with her, I don't know if it was Instacart, but it was it was Target's uh, delivery company, Shipped, is what it's called. She was had, had two kids, just had a baby, kind of seemed stressed out, and the her shopper brought her a gift too. It's so cool. Like, these people, that's their job, and they're spending their hard money on a stranger. Mine's always like, can't find that brand of chips. Yeah. I'm like, did you look? No. <laughs> well, no, they don't even ask. They just throw they're in like, something Doritos, similar. never heard of them. <laughs> what are you talking about? They're not giving you gifts? No. no. It's like you ask I'm not for- even getting the food I asked for, much less a gift. <laughs> 
You ask for corn tortilla chips and they can't find them, so they just give you corn. Or they give you the smallest <laughs> yeah, bananas ever. It's like, these are the smallest bananas ever. <laughs> Hands longer than that. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. That's a good story. Yep, that's yep, what yep. it's all about. Yep. That was Tell Me Something Good. The headline of the story is Mom Panics When X Brings the Wrong Baby Home. Oh! <gasps> I don't understand. Well, okay, so co-parenting, right? Okay. So, especially with an ex, can be extremely complicated, and one mom couldn't believe when her former partner walked in, dropped her child off, the end of the week wasn't the right child. Oh, my goodness. They share a 16-month-old baby boy who spends alternating weeks with each of them, but making things even more complex, he also has a 15-month-old son with another woman, and he has the exact same custody arrangement. Oh. <laughs> this is terrible. The agreement's been oh, working no. fine, but that all changed recently when he brought his son back, uh, but it wasn't her son. <laughs> it's the wrong kid. Dad dropped off his son who was sleeping in the carrier, but when the baby woke up and the mom saw his eyes were green, not blue, she realized, it's not my kid. He immediately returned with the other son okay. and made the switch. His mom is now demanding the change in custody arrangement so the dad doesn't have both kids at the same time. I mean, it's probably why they're not together. Yeah. yeah. Right? Right? Yeah. Just a guess. I would say the age of those babies almost being exactly the same uh-huh. are a good indication of why he's ex and Correct. not current. And they must look a lot alike. Huh. All right. Or just get it together, man. I don't think it's that big of a mix-up. Mm-hmm. They're in the car seat. <laughs> you, you take the car uh-huh. seat out. All right, let's go over to Amy and get the morning corny. The morning corny. What kind of pizza did the pilot prefer? What kind of pizza did the pilot prefer? Plain. <laughs> Plain. <laughs> that was the morning corny. I'd like to offer this opportunity for any of us here to share maybe a secret they've been keeping about how they stay so pretty. Interesting. Because I, I bring it up. Sam Smith has admitted to hair transplants. The 28-year-old singer said, My hair, it's been touchy for me. It's nice to have hair, but if I was bald, I would still own it too because bald is beautiful. But he also got hair transplants. Yeah, come on. (laughs) So, I'll go first. I will admit to something. But I think I've admitted this before. My sideburns get gray. (laughs) When I'm on TV, they color them in brown. I don't care. That's my beauty secret. They, they take a toothbrush, they go, tss, they spray this dark stuff on it, and they color it in brown. Although, I've been out on my Nat Geo show, and we haven't done anything. I don't even really put much makeup on. Caitlin does a little bit on me, but it, we're so we're outside in the woods the whole time that I'm not that made up. Amy, you anything? I mean, yeah. <laughs> Where do you want me to start? <laughs> um, my eyebrows are microbladed, which is awesome, but I also had a really horrible experience with them, and I had to get them lasered off because they were so bad. <laughs> And that, I was really embarrassed and didn't want to talk about it for a long time, but now I talk about it openly because I need to save others from having a bad experience because lasering them off is horrible, and then you have to go repair them, and I still have red scars from it that I have to cover with makeup. So, you know, just proceed with caution if you find a microblader, but eyebrows can really be a game changer for aging and thinning eyebrows, which a bunch of girls my age, age... I'm 39. We all plucked all of our eyebrows off in the late 90s, early 2000s, and we've struggled with getting them to grow back ever oh, since. Wow. wow. Eddie, you? <laughs> Any beauty secret you Absolutely, want to share? Absolutely. Go ahead. Bones. I wear an undershirt, a very, very tight undershirt, almost like a, uh, was it Spanx you guys wear? Yeah. 
it almost serves as Spanx. If you wear like double layer or whatever, make sure that the bottom layer is super tight and it sucks everything in. And that way you can just enjoy what you're wearing over it. Yeah, it's when called you, Manx. Is it called Manx though, really? Because there is a company know. that does that. Is it like biscuits in a can though when you get home? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. When I take that, well, some, no, 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 because <laughs> sometimes. Well, you know when you open the can and the biscuit goes, <laughs> Sometimes that undershirt, it stretches out through the day. So I'm like, it ends up being a pretty good shirt. I can just wear that for the rest of the day. Morgan, anything? Um, She's like, I don't want to share. <laughs> well, I w- Amy was talking about eyebrows, and I do color in my eyebrows, so I think that's just a woman thing. Like, you just kind of make your eyebrows look better, so I do color in my eyebrows. Raymundo? Yeah, Baser got a facial steamer. They're about $50 on Amazon. You do that, and they open up your pores, and then you take a shower, and it ma- basically makes your face glow. I think that's a healthy thing, though, right? Yeah. You went and got laser on your head so it wouldn't be bald? Yeah, I did the PRP injections right in the old, uh, in the scalp. It was blood transfusion. Yeah, so it? they take the blood from your <laughs> arm. They t- It's called platelet-rich plasma, so they take stuff out of it and then put it back in your head. So you can't just do it on your own. you got to have an expert. Do you feel like that helped? Absolutely. That's really the only thing that I've found that can work. And it, Eddie could do it. I've told him so many times, get some PRP and you're going to have hair, but he won't ever go. <laughs> scares Is me, that man. expensive? Uh, it is a little pricey, but if you do it smart and you spread it out one or two times a year, which is all you need, I mean, it's it's just way less than having a kid. <laughs> oh, the two okay. are the same. No, you're not okay. Okay. <laughs> but I'm saying he can get a fourth kid, but he won't go do PRP. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Lunchbox, do you have any secrets you want to No, share? guys, this is pure genetics. Okay. Like, I mean, I was just blessed as a child. I mean, my parents made a good kid, and this is all natural beauty. I mean, I get a haircut every six months, shave every once in a while, and that's it. Controversy time, and has nothing to do with the election. It has to do with the mail that we get here in the studio. Raymundo brought this to my attention last night. Raymundo, go ahead. Yes, yeah, so Luke Combs came out with these new Crocs that are really cool, and I believe it's his label sent them to our studio, and they sent three pairs. So, I mean, I'm asking the room, who did those pairs go to? Is it, does who anybody would, who would we think they went to? In my personal opinion, I believe there's a hierarchy. I believe the big three is Bobby, Amy, Lunchbox. Well, Eddie's in the in the in that. He is, but then at the same time, I've been here longer than Eddie. Me and my dear back and forth, <laughs> who's been here the longest. So it's almost like Eddie's below me in the hierarchy. He's not, trust me. But I believe the executive producer then jumps up. Oh, so true. Scuba Steve is maybe fourth. But what's your point? My point <laughs> is this: there were three pairs of Luke Combs Crocs, and I was just, who do you guys? think they should have gone to. Well, I got one pair and they're awesome because they're not just Crocs, they also have lining in them. One. Did you get a pair? I did. You did? Yeah, I have a pair. Did you know that? I did not know Amy got a pair. And then I also heard Lunchbox complain that he didn't get a pair, which is kind of shocking because yeah. he's almost a Crocs guy. I mean, I've worn is. Crocs for years yeah. and I, I see these around the office and I see Bobby got a pair and then Someone else got a pair. Oh, you're irritated about this too. And I was just like, I mean, I may have been mumbling about it as I walked around and I'm frustrated and I still can't believe that I was not offered a pair of Crocs. It's just ridiculous. Okay. It's crazy. Go ahead. They're beating around the bush. They are. There's I- somebody that got a pair that they don't think should have gotten a pair and they want to bring it up. So just say, say, the, say what you're Rip saying. Rip the band off, right? So Hillary is more of a newbie on the show and she got a pair of Luke Combs Crocs. Did they send them directly me. to her? Yes. Her name was on the envelope and I I was almost blown away that the label sent them to her, so maybe they're confused on the hierarchy of the show. So this is almost just a PSA to everybody on Music Row. If you're sending stuff to the studio, there's the big three, there's the executive producer, then there's me, Eddie, Mike, 
And then Hillary, Abby, uh, Pitts across the room, <laughs> somebody up in the front, sales. I mean, I, I was shocked that Hillary got a pair of Luke Combs sandals. Where is Hillary? You, Ray. Where's Hillary? Thank you for having Does my she back. she want to talk about this? Does she want to have a, a voice on this? Here oh, comes sweet Hill. Hillary. She's probably wearing the Crocs now. <laughs> Hillary, are you wearing the I'm wearing my Crocs now. Are you wearing your Crocs now? Um, I'm not, but they're at my house. Oh. So Ray is upset, and so is Lunchbox, that you got a pair of these Crocs and they didn't. Well, I am the person who talks to the labels all the time, and it came from them. And so they asked me, what is Bobby's shoe size and Amy's? And then they asked me what my shoe size is. I didn't know what it was about. They just asked what my shoe size is. The next thing I know, I come to work, and there's my name on a package. I think that that's a great point. They were sending it to Amy and I, and they were also like, hey, Hillary, since you're orchestrating this and making sure the right things get to the right people, we're going to send you a pair. I don't think they went, we should send a pair to Bobby, Amy, and Hillary. I think they went, <laughs> we're sending a pair to Amy and I, who are the, the main two folks the show is about, and then Hillary, for helping us get that, you're going to get a pair. I am absolutely on board with you having a pair of Crocs. Oh, uh, Hillary, They're at awesome. that point, you should have said, well, don't you want lunch size, Eddie? I mean, it's not her job I'm to say saying- you should send more of these $80 Crocs out to the morning show. Hillary did nothing wrong, in my opinion. Thank you. I've now been convinced. I went into it a little, little <laughs> like, oh, boy. But you did nothing wrong. They didn't didn't give you these because you're on the air. They gave you these because you were the one helping get the shoes to everybody. Yeah. Hmm. How do you feel about it right now? How do I feel about it? Yeah. Um, I don't understand why it's being brought up, like why it's a big deal. I bet she feels comfortable in those Crocs, though. It kind of hurts my feelings that they're upset. I've been here for three years. I've been here for a lot longer than that. I know you have, but I I didn't do anything wrong. They were just trying to be nice to me and send me a gift. Yeah. I agree. You did not. You did (laughs) You did nothing wrong. Thank no, you. Nothing. So I think it's a combination. One, their butts are a little hurt because they didn't have they don't have a pair. Uh, that's true. And then two, I think Ray just needed show prep. If I'm being honest, <laughs> I think he's just looking for something to talk about on the show. Ray, what is your response to that? Well, my opinion is it was great show prep. I believe it was a good bit. And then maybe in the future now there's gonna be my name, Lunchbox's name on a couple yeah. more packages. I also think you're wrong about the hierarchy of the show. There are, there are two levels of on-air time. There's Amy and I, because the show is mostly about us. There's Eddie and Lunchbox, and then there's the rest in that order. Yeah, but there what has to be. It's very important to have he, levels because thinks, then there's no reason to stay with a company for a long period of time if you anybody can just come in and get Crocs. I mean, <laughs> that's a great point. That's what I'm saying, right? Seniority means nothing around here. I mean, you walk in it the doesn't. door, you get the free Seniority gift. Seniority means nothing. You're right. It's ridiculous. It's, it's how have you performed lately. That's life, though. Well, Ray performs. He does. He does. But Ray performs really and he well. Get, and he gets a lot of things that the people on the outside don't know. But that, but okay. What do we need to do? How do we resolve this? Move I mean, on with our lives. Well, I'm, I wear a size ten and a half. Like, she really sure, wants those Crocs. I'm sure after all this promotion about the Crocs, they can send a few. Well, more. they don't need promotion because they sold out in five five minutes. Oh yeah, true. Sorry, Ray. They don't need it. I forget. It's Luke Combs. <laughs> my, my, I would only say it's not Hillary's fault. If Hillary wasn't the one orchestrating this and pulling the strings to get the shoes to the right people and sizes, and then she got it, I'd be like, well, that was weird. I wonder why they did that. But it totally makes sense. She's the she's the conduit to us. Cool. So you guys chill out. <laughs> We're shutting down Crockgate right now. The end. Okay? Can we make a rule you can't wear them to the studio and rub it in our face? No. Oh. She deserves them. Oh. Amy, do you have yours? Uh, yeah, I do. And my daughter, she's 
stolen them from me. Oh, so now your daughter gets a pair and I don't. Jeez, come on. I steal them back. I'm just saying they are that loved in our house to where I have them and then she'll wear them because they're so comfy. They are the most comfortable Crocs I've ever had. They are. Because they have the lining inside of them. And the lining is really fuzzy and soft. It's perfect. Sometimes it feels like if I close my eyes, I think I'm walking on a cloud and I have to remember I'm on the ground. Yeah. Really? Yeah. They're amazing. Here's a game I'm trying to get to next. It's the one-line movie game. So I'm going to play right now and see if I can name this. Give me one line from a movie, Ray. Magic mirror on the wall. Who is the fairest one of all? Oh, it's a tough one. So that would be Snow White, right? Of all of them? Is that some, okay, cool. Okay, good job. Give me another one. I'm glad he's single because I'm going to climb that like a tree. What the? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Let me think about this. Do it again. I'm glad. I'm glad he's single because I'm going to climb that like a tree. That sounds like Melissa McCarthy, and I'm going to say it's Bridesmaids. Dang, dude, you're good. I had to place Melissa McCarthy first. Give me another one. She doesn't even go here. Uh, the, uh, uh, mean girls. <laughs> what? One more. Keep your friends close, but your enemies closer. I can't name the voice. Can you guys? No. I have no idea what that is. One more time. Keep your friends close, but your enemies closer. I don't know. I, no I don't idea. know this one. What is it, Ray? Godfather. Oh, I've never seen it. Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to play. There's a reason we're going to play this game coming up in a minute. You guys can play. Okay. I'd do okay at that game. Yeah, dude, you did really well. I couldn't place the Godfather voice at all. I think I'll start with this Catherine McPhee story from American Idol. Oh okay. My gosh. Way back in the day. She's been on a bunch of shows since then. But her husband is David Foster. He's 70. She's 36. She's pregnant now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're going to have a baby. They are house hunting so they can live near Harry and Meghan. But Are again, friends? I, if you're 70, I guess you're probably having a baby because he has adult children too. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I follow his older children on Instagram. I would assume you're having a baby because she wants a baby. Yes. Because you're not going to be around probably when that kid can vote. Mm-mm. Yeah, he'll be like almost 90. What do you think about that? I guess if that's what they want to do, I've had time to adjust to their relationship again because I see it online. (laughs) In the beginning, I was a little weirded out, but she's always had a thing for older men. And this this one really took the cake. (laughs) 36 and 70. And yeah, I mean, she wants a child. And if that's that's going to be the dad, Mm -hmm. I think there's just challenges with having an older parent. But I mean, there's old parents all the time. I mean, she's going to be changing diapers of him and the kid. Right? Not yet. He's That's gonna fine. be. And a lot of people were hitting her. Oh, she wants money. She could have had money with a hundred guys. She can find a rich guy in L.A. That's not. That's always weird to me. People do that because she has a career. She has her own money. But not the, that. Not his kind of money. Yeah, but still, <laughs> she she can find a guy with somewhat right. close to his kind of money. His daughters are so funny, and they post a lot about Catherine being their like stepmom. But they're this like the same age. <laughs> they're real funny about it. Like they look like they're poking her, but you can tell. I don't know what's what's real, what's not. It seems like they have a good relationship about it, but but I don't know. Maybe not. Well, I wonder what happened in her life where she likes really older men. 
Because there's something. Well, she like has that. a history of old liking yeah. old, really older guys. I've done the research. It's a thing. Because yeah. I really was weirded out. Because he was married to Yolanda Foster on Real Housewives. And so he was always on that show. And then they got a divorce, which I was shocked by. And then next thing I know, he's dating Catherine McPhee. <laughs> and I don't hate him. What? <laughs> you can't hate him. And they're both adults. Yeah, yeah. They're as adulty as you can be. Yeah, yeah for sure. <sighs> uh, Matthew McConaughey's birthday is today. He's 51 years old. Wow. He won Best Actor for what movie? Uh, Dallas Buyers Club. Mm-hmm. The Oscar for oh. Dallas Buyers Club. He was good in that. His other films include Magic Mike, The Lincoln Lawyer, Mud, Failure to Launch, Sahara, Interstellar, Dazed and Confused. Yeah. Yep. On and on. Did you know Dazed and Confused was his first movie ever? Mm-hmm. He said his first words he ever said on film, period, were, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I'll give you the famous... One line from a movie, you just name the movie. Now, they're not all McConaughey. Okay. But if I were to play that, all right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. (laughs) That would be Dazed and Confused. Yeah. Okay. Movie. Write your answers down. No, I'll tell you what. We'll just go around the room. I have enough of these. Okay. Amy, you're up first. Okay. Number one. Houston, we have a problem. Name the movie. Apollo... 13. Correct. Phew! <laughs> Lunchbox. Do you like apples? Yeah. Well, I got a number. How do you like them apples? <laughs> That's the one with Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. Oh my gosh, what's the name of it? It's on all the time. Oh my gosh. How do you like them apples growing? No, it's not growing. What is it called? It's in Boston. Five it seconds. It's the girl's oh. number. Uh, Lincoln Ties. Time. Answer? Uh, I don't know. Lincoln Ties? No, that's not it. <laughs> is that what you want to go with? No. Um, it's Goodwill Hunting. Come on, that's man. It. Been eliminated. Eddie. Come on. Name this one. You complete me. Oh, that's Tom Cruise and Jerry Maguire. Correct. Yeah. Nice. Amy, back over to you. Can you name this one line from a movie? There's no crying. There's no crying in baseball. Let's play it again. I know. Uh, I don't want, I'm going to hear it again. Though. Okay. There's no crying. There's no crying in baseball. Now I just don't know if it's League of Their Own or League of Her Own. League of Their Own? Because it's they. But it was about her. Ugh. League League of Their Own. Correct. Woo. Amy got two Tom Hanks ones in a row. I know. Pretty cool. Eddie, Come name on. this one. Oh, as if. As if. Okay, okay. Is that... Hit it again? Yeah. Oh, as if. I mean, that's clueless, right? Is that your answer? Uh, Yeah, clueless. Correct. Okay, come on. Next up, Amy. Yeah. If you build it, he will come. If you build it, he will come. If you build it, he will come. Field of dreams. Wow. Nice one. Thought sports may be your weak, weak link here. Two baseball movies. Eddie, name this Come one. On. You're killing me, Smalls. Three baseball movies. That is The Sandlot. That's correct. <laughs> Amy, this one's a little tougher, okay? Name this movie by the one line. yippee ki Whoa. And then, then there's an expletive. It sounds like Fairy Godmother. Oh, 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 oh. Hold on. I know this. Play that again, Ray. yippee ki Yippee-ki-yay, fairy godmother. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not fairy godmother. <laughs> Bruce Willis, and there's like tons of them. And so one of them takes place at Christmas. And there's a time where he's like in a building and there's like a 
fire. You're on the clock now? Home, Home Depot, Home Alone. No. Days, no. You became um, Bruce what? Willis. It's Bruce Willis. In, I need an answer now. In, Go. Um, no, it's like dead, dead or die, die, die hard. Correct. Oh my die God. Hard. She got it. She got there eventually. What does he say, Amy? You <laughs> became. <laughs> Die hard. We let you get there. Wow. Yeah, thanks. Sorry. I, it was right there. It's a long road, but you got there. <laughs> it's a bumpy one. <laughs> that was a dirt road getting into Mountain Vine, I'll be honest with you. Welcome to my brain. 99% of the time I'm thinking about something. Uh, Eddie, name this one. Come on. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Ooh. Uh, can I hear one more time? Yeah. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Okay, there's no way you would do this to me because there are a couple of these movies. Um... Uh, it's either Finding Dory or or Nemo. Finding Nemo. Correct. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay, good. Because that's Dory. Okay, yeah. Uh, okay, we have a couple more. Amy, name this one. I came here tonight because when you realize you want to spend the rest of your life with somebody, you want the rest of your life to start as soon as possible. Um, is Meg Ryan in it? We're not doing this again. Okay, <laughs> you kind of had your one lifeline to go <laughs> walking down the... uh, That's got to be something like the, the, that's the one where it's sleepless in Seattle, maybe? Incorrect. That would be Tom Hanks. Oh. Meg Ryan is in it, but it's when Harry met Sally. That's right. Okay. Well, you didn't give me enough time to walk through it. Okay. <laughs> I would have gotten there. Eddie, are you ready? Come on, Bones. Dang it. Your final one for the win. Yeah, well, the dude of binds. One the more time, dude please. abides. Okay, yeah, okay. Well, the dude abides. Yeah, that's the dude. That's uh, um, Big Lebowski. Correct winner. Yeah! There he is. Nice job. Wow. Nice job, Eddie. Thank you, thank you. How do you feel? Good, good. I like that I like that I answered all those nice, short, and sweet. You know, just got to the point and said the answer. For you. <laughs> Come on. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Geneva likes to go on evening walks. She lives in Kentucky. She tells her family, I'll be back. I'm going to go for a walk in the woods slash hike. Well, she doesn't take her phone with her. It gets dark a little earlier than she expected. She gets lost. Then she slips, falls, hits her head on a rock, unconscious. And she's just stranded in the woods for two days. They have a camp finder. Finally, Pocket, the rescue dog, goes running in the woods and finds her scent and finds Geneva. That's a pretty cool name for a dog, too. Pocket. Mm Mm-hmm. Cute. Yeah, and the fact they can smell something and then go find that person, that's pretty wild. Yeah, but two days in the woods, but she's okay. Minor injuries and Pocket's a hero. They have dogs, too, now that can sniff out coronavirus. They've trained some in Europe. Are you Ooh. serious? Mm-hmm. Let's get one of those dogs. Oh. Just to take everywhere. Yeah, no, I, it'd be super expensive. They don't have a lot of them. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, that's a great story. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. I would encourage you today as you're looking for something to fill your time that is not election-based, because we all need to unplug for a second if we're totally plugged in, to check out Too Much to Say with Kaylee Shore. It's podcast. Her and her best friend from childhood get on. She's talking about things that they did as teens and things that happened to them that still affect them as adults. So check out Too Much to Say with Kaylee Shore. All right. Let's go do the news. Bobby's Big Story. Let me say this. We've stayed away from talking about the election all morning long. Here's what I'm going to say is my first lead story. More people voted in this election 
than any election since 1900. Wow. And that's great Whoa. because that's what you want. You want, regardless of the outcome, the most people to have been a part of that outcome. So I love that so many people went and voted. Early, male, showed up at the polls yesterday. That's great because that means what happens will be a true voice of the people because most people got out. 1900, that's crazy. So shout out, you voted amazing. I don't know if your person's gonna win, who knows? But I can tell you, the more people that voted, the more realistic that vote is. So I'm pretty, I'm pretty pumped with that. That's the first story. I just wanted to recognize everybody that went out and voted. That's cool. Let's do another story. Bobby's other story. Speaking of the election, I'm kidding. It's not. <laughs> oh, <laughs> two for. <laughs> uh, a nursing home patient got a window with a view during her granddaughter's wedding ceremony. This is a really sweet story. Louisa Matera and David Urban live in Pennsylvania, but they decided to hold a coronavirus safe wedding ceremony in New York. They exchanged vows in front of a window outside the nursing home so their grandmother could watch it because she couldn't get out. And they said, okay, we'll just go to the nursing home and do it outside the window. That's awesome. After the ceremony, they took pictures with the grandma who was inside the window. I watched the video. It is such a sweet story. Dang. Getting emotional again about it right now. They couldn't. Well, okay. I don't know her circumstances. She's in a nursing home, so maybe she couldn't leave. But I'm like, they couldn't socially dis- distance her out in the courtyard? Well, we have the grandma on the phone now. Grandma? <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Bobby. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's a great story. It is, yes. That's the news. Thank you. Bobby's Big Story. If you guys want to call us, you can. 877-77-BOBBY. We would love to hear from you. On his fifth trip to the Crater of Diamonds State Park, a Fayetteville man found the third largest diamond of the year. He found a 4.49 carat canary yellow diamond that's about the size of a jelly bean. This he, is new? Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, that's it. I'm going. He yeah, found like it by we, sifting <laughs> through the dirt using screens and water. Okay. The we same, had the guy on who found the nine. Yeah. This, the same oh, park? Mm-hmm. It's the only park. <laughs> Why haven't we gone? I've been a million times as a kid. You haven't taken us. But I went as, on field trips. Guys, it's just a bunch of dirt. Show field trip. Hot now. Doesn't yeah. seem like a bunch of dirt this year. Since it's producing guy, diamonds right now. The first guy found nine carat. This guy found what? Four? You say? 4.49. Wow. So basically four and a half. It, this, these are like lottery stories, right? When you hear, oh, this guy won a million. This guy won. Do you run out and buy a lottery ticket? Yes. You do. You like the lottery. Do you <laughs> no. guys? No, I don't. No, we but don't. I, I'm d- telling you, I, I've been a bunch of times to the Crater of Diamond State Park in Murfreesboro, Arkansas, and it's fun to go. You ain't going to find anything there. <sighs> it's fun. It's a fun trip. But you think you're walking up. You guys think you're just, they're just diamonds galore? Yeah. That's what it does sound like. Like that, you just see it, it shining in the horizon. Mm-hmm. You just walk <laughs> up. And it's just ding, 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 all seeing. over the ground. He says, as my eyes were panning to it, I was thinking it could be an amber piece of glass or like an old Coke bottle. Once I focused on it, I knew it was a diamond. I was like, no way, no way. He went on to say when he found it, it was his 11th bucket of the day. His hands were soaked through his gloves. The water was ice cold. The park was about to close. So he took it home, brought it back the next day to find out how, how uh, heavy it was. There it is. They don't have the worth, the worth, but the nine carat guy that we talked to didn't really have the worth either, mm-hmm. yeah, but I bet you 4.49 carats, 
I would bet you that's about a three to four hundred thousand dollar oh, find. Nice little trip. Maybe a little less, but three, but but yes. I'm going. Take, I made up my mind. I'm take, going. Take your kids. Yeah, all of them. Just go. Start looking. Pick up any rock. They they, they think they're going for fun, but you're actually working them out in the field. Yeah. I mean, I, my kids will join, Eddie. Okay. That'll be fine for them. I did want to bring that up because that's been something we've talked about a little bit. Yeah. That we, is something my daughter would actually probably get mo- motivated to go yeah. do. We went in like second grade. It was miserable. Really? Yeah. Then we're, we took a bus. There were like 70 kids. We're all talking about how rich we're going to be. We were all extremely <laughs> poor, by the way. <laughs> So for us to go to the Diamond Park, we were like, woo, about 45 minutes before I went to school. Hmm. And so we drove there, and we all looked, and nobody found anything. Did any, was there a lot of yelling, like, found a diamond? And yeah. Was like, okay. That ain't a diamond. Okay. <laughs> That's a dime. <laughs> so Great. we used to play Murfreesboro on football, too. Like, that's how close they are to where I grew up, yeah. that, that park is. Uh, all right. Questions you should never ask anybody. Amy, what'd you put down? I have lots, but uh, at the top of the list is, are you pregnant? Ooh, that's a good one. We should make our own list. That's not on this list, but yeah. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. That's that a tough on my one. list, Amy. Yeah, I don't know. So anything about anybody being pregnant unless <laughs> they bring it up. Yeah. I've hey. made that mistake before. All right. I also never say, excuse me, sir, if I'm behind someone because it's happened before. It hasn't been a sir. Oh, that's good. Or excuse me, ma'am. Yeah. That's not a question, but if it's like, excuse me, ma'am, they turn around and it's a dude. Whoops. <laughs> That that a guy is not going to be as offended as if you say, "Excuse me, sir," and you turn around and it's a woman. I've just done it to both. Okay. And even <laughs> five, six, ten years ago, I'd drive up beside a cute girl, and it'd be a dude because he had long hair. Oh, my like, let me, let me see. How, what, oh, oh, just because his oh. hair. You, wait, you were attract. You you're saying cute girl, but I would you have think no it was idea. in my head because oh, you would okay. fantasize. <laughs> oh, okay. Years ago, years yeah, 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 obviously. You have another one. Yeah. Uh, well, in, along the same lines is you, you should never ask people if they want kids. Like the kid conversation is so sensitive because oh, yeah. oh. of fertility issues and whatnot. It's just not a good question. I learned that later in life. Huh. I I'm just past. You could ask me that. I could ask you that, but ask I don't me. know. <laughs> Do you want to have kids? Yeah. Okay. However, however it's possible. Right. You and Caitlin, I'm just saying. It's a good answer. Know your audience because. Someone might be, you never know if they're literally in the throes of like, well, like maybe they just had a something like a negative pregnancy test or something hmm. even worse, you know? Eddie, what do you have over there? Uh, at my age, a lot of parents kind of are just headed to that direction where they're just older and they may not be around anymore. So don't ask how your parents doing. Yeah. Oh, I get that I all that. the time. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty embarrassing. I was doing a deal this weekend and someone's like, hey, you should probably call your mom before you, you go out on this rope. And listen, my mom died at yeah. this point eight or nine years ago. And I was like, oh, I, it, it wasn't weird to me, but it would have been weird for him had I said, oh, I would, but she's not alive anymore. Yeah. That's a weird thing. Yeah. I have that same thing, too, because I've also lost my mom. But I also have, even with age, Eddie, and like you never know someone's circumstances, because I did that once to a country artist. Their parents are alive, but they are estranged from them and I brought it up and then it got awkward because I didn't know and so it's best to just yeah not <laughs> just really, avoid that just question bring it up. you never know <laughs> the number one is and this is why the article came out is who did you vote for oh, oh. who asked that question I wouldn't <laughs> that's crazy uh, that but it does feel because I don't think eight years ago Anybody would have cared to tell you because it wasn't such a polarizing mm, thing. That's true. Yeah. The true. polarization of politics is only in the last eight years. Yeah, that's true. I, I wouldn't well, even say, I'd say five. It, mm, I feel like when I voted for George Bush in 
to, but still not the same because social media wasn't as prevalent. True, but it was still like a thing. I remember you asking me that, like, who did you vote for? And I'm like, George Bush. And I mean, we were at a cra- we were at a crowd of people, and people booed me. <laughs> but and the, I was like, hey, haters. You asked her in front of a crowd. Well, that's that's my point. The fact that I would ask her, and I knew, and I knew who was there, it really wasn't as divisive. Mm. Can you imagine today, CMA I, Fest, Bobby? Who did you vote for? I still stand by my vote, by the way, but. Uh, yeah, no, that's definitely different. My son's been asking people, I'm like, you gotta stop talking to people about who they voted for. <laughs> Another one is, how are you still single? Oh. Yeah. Which I would get along uh, a lot. Or why? Yeah. Like, hey, what's the deal? Why are you still single? You look like you got everything going. Mm. And I'll be like, well, there's a lot of deep-rooted trauma and issues. Sit down. Sit down. <laughs> let's have a, let's have a talk. Have? Uh, here's one. How much do you make? Yep. That's a weird one. Yeah. I The thing with me and money... I grew up with absolutely none. It, it just isn't something I'm afraid to talk about with people. Just am not. But afraid. we don't talk about certain things. I feel like you're okay with hearing numbers. I will agree with what you're saying because I feel sometimes uncomfortable saying something and you'll look at me and say, Amy, just tell me. Like, who cares? Yeah. Like, it's not a big deal. And I tell you and then you're like, oh, yeah. Because you don't. You Your have- impression of me is terrible. Oh, I'm right there coming. <laughs> No, but you're Why do I like, sound like that in your impression? We've been to tell you, but you sound just like that. Wow. Because <laughs> with money, you're kind of like, take it or leave it. Like, you work hard no matter what. You're not working hard for the money. I'm not money. working for, yeah. Right. I've never worked for money. So, but also, we've never just come out and said, so Bobby, how much money do you make? Well, ask me after the show. <laughs> Would you tell us? I've never asked you. I bet you tell us. Yeah, it's up to you. Ask me after the show. Nah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and it's not just in this capacity. We yeah. have so many other different things. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. Uh, next one. How did they die? Oh. Huh? Well, we all want to know, though. Regardless of who the person was that's in their life, and they, they're not alive, like, how did they die? Don't ask that. When I see, like, a story in the paper of someone dying, the first thing I look for is how they died. And a lot of times they don't tell you, but... Why? They don't? No. A lot of times, if someone dies suddenly, they're just like. Do you yeah. look at obituaries? Oh, I just. I it's read, his hobby, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm saying if a headline says it. He's, just, he's creating a book of his favorite over the years. <laughs> you weirdo. Uh, why don't you ever come out with us anymore? That's a question they say you shouldn't ask someone. Mm. Right now, the answer is Corona. COVID, mm-hmm. Right? But in general, it comes across as peer pressure, or maybe they ha- they're dealing with some sort of depression. Yeah, and you Or don't anxiety. Know. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. Finally, how old are you? Yeah. That's not a big deal, is it? Not For to some me. People, maybe. Not to me. But I do know people where that's an issue. Mm. Also, I would throw in there how much do you weigh? Yeah. <laughs> that's a weird question. <laughs> Although <laughs> I can I mean, pretty much eyeball it. I mean, you? you can eyeball <laughs> it. Yeah, I can eyeball it. Because you All can right. see, you can actually see. It's not it's different than money. I can't see in your bank account. But I can eyeball Oh, you can eyeball age and you. height and one thirteen. Probably. I don't I honestly haven't weighed myself in two but, years. But, but. I, I think it's more, but. But, pretty, but, pretty close. I have been there I before, it. There you go. but I haven't yeah. weighed in a long nice. time. Well, you've been a lot of things before. If I said 10 pounds, <laughs> at one point, you were 10 pounds. <laughs> Got it. Okay, okay. Uh, let me Hi. put on a Tammy and Maples, Florida. Tammy, you're on the Bobby Bone Show. Political free discussion. What's going on? Mm-hmm. Uh, how about you don't ask someone what their natural hair color is? Oh, interesting. Like, is that because they're embarrassed of it being gray or I don't help me with that because I haven't had to worry about that yet. 
Yeah, well, mostly men don't. But, yeah, you wouldn't ask a woman that, you know. Is that your natural hair color? Is yeah. it is it because yeah. of graying or is it because they just don't want to tell you if they're not really a blonde? Or if they highlight or whatever. If they're not really a blonde. Okay. Yes. Do you get that a lot? Are you blonde? No, I'm not. I have been in the past. Well, what's I'm your natural kidding. hair color? <laughs> Rude. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, Tammy. Hey, th- thank you for calling. Hope you have a great morning. Thank you. You too, Bobby. All right. Bye-bye. Uh, let's talk to Gianna, who's on the phone right now. Hey, Gianna. Welcome to the show. Hi. What's happening? Not much. Calling in for the question. Go ahead. What do you think about that? Um, my husband and I have been married for five and a half, almost six years, and we get asked almost weekly, when are you guys having kids? And what do you think about that? You know... We want to have kids, but it's pretty uncomfortable because we're going to have kids when we're ready, you know? And it looks different for everyone. Yeah. If I can speak as an advocate of the person asking, I think we want you to have we want you to be be happier and we feel like that's like hey, when are you going to have kids because I don't you'll be great parents. Mm. Like I think that's kind of the unspoken second half of that sentence. So when people ask, I think that's why they ask. I get asked all the time. I listen, I may have to go get a sperm count checked. Just to make sure, because I don't, I have friends that are 35 and above who have had that issue. And so if that's an issue, I need to go ahead and get on it now. Although that just feels awkward. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest with you. But I mean, it's part of the process. We, you know, we had to do it. I, I, right. Yeah. Yeah. And you can't just go with the supply from home. You have to go. To, to give it there? Mm. I have zip. Well, check with the place because I, because <laughs> you should check with the place. Okay. Think anyway, no, they're like, why point, didn't you bring we, it with you? <laughs> no, no. I show up. No, no. They'll give you a cup and you take it. You can. You take it home? Yeah. Oh, it's like a take home test. Yep. Yep. I promise that. Well, I mean, that was wow, many years ago. I mm-hmm. guess it depends where you're going. Okay. Let's go to Caitlin in College Station, Texas. Whoop. Caitlin, what's going on with you? <laughs> Morning, studio. Morning. Um, I just want to say, first off, I've been listening to you guys forever, probably since I was like 10 or 12 in Austin, and now I'm in vet school and college station, and y'all are awesome. Thank you very much. We appreciate that. What do you think about this question? This question is um, awkward, but my version of the question is, don't ask people what their tattoo means. Really? What? But that I, seems like I, I'm very curious about why that, Why would you say that? Yeah, tell me why, what you're feeling think, about that is. So it depends on the setting. So I am going to be a veterinarian, and a lot of times I'm in very professional settings. And, like, for example, on my forearm, I have a tattoo um, from my dad who passed away, like, a year and a half ago. And so I don't always want to get into that, like, while I'm examining your animal or while I'm trying to be professional because it's, like, an emotional But then other tattoos that I have aren't necessarily as emotional or even have a meaning. And I feel awkward explaining, like, oh, I was 18 and wanted a tattoo. (laughs) Panama City Spring Break, baby! (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that makes sense. I I get it. You know, similarly, you know, my grandma who adopted me for a while and my mom, uh, neither are alive. And I have them both tattooed on my arm. I feel like since I put it out there. And people see it and they're curious. They they can ask if they want. That's on me. If I put it on my butt cheeks, it's different. <laughs> right. Because you don't really see that. And I have to tell you about that for you to, to know. But for me, because it is in such a prevalent place, like you just it's just there. If I'm wearing a T-shirt, you see it. Yeah. But I get, you know, I have the state of Arkansas tattooed on the back of my forearm. People are like, is that a cover-up? What's that blob? I get that all the time. 
And I'm like, no, it's the state of Arkansas. Do your geography. Respect. <laughs> yeah, come on. Respect us. Um, I have a tiny word mirror ball on the back of my arm from Dancing with the Stars. I have a microphone on my, the front of my forearm from uh, Radio Hall of Fame. So I like when people ask me about it. I get to tell stories. I get to tell stories about how my grandma raised me and loved me, and, you know? So I that's her. But me, I'm okay with that. All right. Thank you guys for all the calls. Love it when you're a part of the show. Hey, Ray, put up Helen real quick in Texas. I want to ask her a question. Hey, Helen, I want you to hold for a second. If you don't mind, we'll take a little bitty break, but I think you have a very interesting question. Are you cool with holding on? Absolutely. Thank you. She wants to know if one of my body parts is real. What? Uh, Hold on. What? Hold on, hold on, hold on. And she has a point. Okay. She has a point. We'll come back and talk to Helen in a second who is sitting on hold. If you have some extra time today, take a minute, go to bobbybones.com. We posted a quick 15-question survey that will help us understand more about you and your needs. We want to fulfill your needs. We're always looking for ways to improve the show. We are? Hey, what's the que- what are these questions? <laughs> it, it's- I'm just reading what they handed me. <laughs> well, hold on. What, Scuba, what is it? It's like demo questions like your age, where do you live, what do you into? We just did a segment on what not to ask people. All right. <laughs> the opposite of that, basically. Who'd you vote for? How old are you? What do you weigh? <laughs> Go bobbybones.com and fill it out. Um, we're just looking for ways to improve, and we appreciate your help. Thank you very much. You didn't read over that before you got it? <laughs> it's highlighted, and it says hit it two to three times this week, okay. so I was hitting it, okay? Get off me. Okay, over to Helen in Texas, who has been waiting on hold so nicely. Hi, Helen. Hello. Good morning, studio. Morning. Helen, take it away. Yes. Hey. What's Are those really your teeth? Oh, go ahead. Just ask that again out loud openly. Are those really your teeth? Are those really my teeth? Now, why do you ask about my teeth? Um, you know, because they're really white. Nice. Not sure they're yours. Yes, I own them. So they are mine. Here's my teeth story. Answer. I'm giving you an answer, Helen! <laughs> Here's the real story. There are two things in my life that I, I was proud to actually be able to attain. One, when I was able to buy my mom a trailer on an acre of land. That was a big deal to me because we never had our own spot ever. When I bought her a trailer, I was like, dang, I'm making it. My second one was these teeth. I grew up with terrible teeth. I didn't go to, the, uh, to a dentist until my 20s because we couldn't afford it. We didn't go to the dentist. And when I was finally old enough and I'd had some success, I got my teeth fixed. So these are, I own them, but they're fake teeth. One, two, three, four, six on top. Three, four, six, seven on bottom. Fake. But I'm proud of them because I, I, I worked hard to get them. And I was made fun of for my whole life for having messed up teeth. And that stinks because you can't fix it. You know, you're, you're made fun of for clothes. You know, I could go to yard sales or garage sales and find better clothes sometimes. It didn't look like they were bought secondhand. But you can't fix your teeth. Can't. can't. Mm-hmm. So, so, Ellen, thank you for recognizing how white and straight they are. What's up, baby? Look at him. <laughs> you know who did my teeth is Caroline Hobby's dad. Right. Who from the Get Real podcast. He's in Waco. That, uh, Helen, how do you feel about that answer? I think that's a great answer. My husband gets that question and it really bothers him because he had really, really beautiful teeth and then had an accident and had to get dentures. And now it really bothers him. Well, I'm proud of it. When people ask me, hey, how about your teeth? I'm like, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> a good investment, baby. Uh, thank you, Helen, for the call. Appreciate that. Have a good day. Bye-bye. I'm going to play in a second this clip of this woman quitting on the loudspeaker at Walmart. Oh. 
She worked there. Yeah. Uh, Mackenzie in Nashville. You're on the Bobby Bone Show. Thank you for calling. What's going on? Hey, Station. Good morning. 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 Uh, I mean, kind of. Not really. Uh, the, uh, morning say, studio. Yeah, say, say morning studio. Morning studio. Morning. morning. Hey, Station. Thank you. Um, so <laughs> yesterday was my birthday. Nice. And um, you can ask me how old I am. I'm okay. Um, but so everything was so political yesterday. And everything you listened to on the radio was so political besides the Bobby Bone Show. Thank you. So I wanted to say thank you so much. I appreciate it because I felt like it was pretty normal. You know, it was like a normal birthday to not hear a bunch of political things. But again, we live in the United States, so we, you know, we can't expect any less. So I'd like to play a game here with Mackenzie. Let's guess based on her age how old she is because she, or based on her, her voice, her name and her voice. Okay. Because she said we could, we could ask. So she's opened the door here. Mackenzie, will you let us play? Yep. Guess her age. Okay. Absolutely. Her name is Mackenzie. You're going to look at the time frame of people being named Mackenzie after maybe Spuds Mackenzie. Interesting. Oh, really? Okay. No, probably not. My daughter's <laughs> Mackenzie, I could think of. BFF right now is Mackenzie, and she's 13. Okay, so that's your guess? 13. No. Okay, Amy's <laughs> no, down but... for 13. Write her down. No, I'm not down for 13, but I don't know. Mackenzie, let me ask you a couple questions. Are you a fan of the TV show Friends? Yes. Okay. Okay. Write this down. Oh, interesting. Could be. What up, Amy? But she also said, you can ask me my age, I'm fine, which means like she might not be fine, but she's fine. So it's one of the, it's like a 30, 40 could be a milestone age. Do you like Ariana Grande? Um, she's not my favorite, but yeah, I can listen to her. Oh, well, I just took her down. I'm in for my answer. You got got it. it? Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. I can give you a hint. No hint. No. You can ask one question, but it can't be too, too involved. Like you can't be like, "What's your right year? Uh, yeah, your yeah. birth?" Amy, go ahead. Ask something. I'm in. But great then, Eddie. Have you bought your own car? Nice. Yes. Okay, I like it. Lunchbox. Do you have kids? Yes. Oh, shoot. That's a good question. You that's okay. That's 14? okay. 14? <laughs> I mean, that's still possible. It's still possible. I mean, <laughs> she could have him young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My mom got pregnant at 15. There that's we go. Right. Yeah. Okay. There's a TV show called 16 and Pregnant. <laughs> okay. I'm in. Amy, what do you have? 29. Okay. Eddie? 31. I have 31. Woo! Yeah. Lunchbox? 29. Wow. Oh! We're split. Okay. Let me ask you this, Mackenzie. Are you 29, <laughs> 30, or 31? One of those three. No. Oh, oh, well, oh okay, okay. So okay. we get guesses again? No, no, no. Oh. Let's just see where she is. Are you younger than 29? Yes. Oh! oh no. Wait, My original ha- answer is going to be it. How many kids do you have? I have two, and I'm currently pregnant with a baby. Wow, 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 wow. And Mackenzie, wow. how old are you? I am 28 years old as of yesterday. Okay. Okay. Good job, yeah. though, guys. You're only one year off. That's pretty well. Happy birthday! Oh, okay. Uh, how about this? Let's Thank g- you. let's give her a pimp and joy pack. Can we do that? Yeah. We'll make yeah, you a just... pimp and joy pack. We'll and uh, for a happy birthday and go out and. Oh, and it will send a newborn baby pimp and joy onesie. Yeah. How about that, Mackenzie? Oh my gosh! Thank you. I appreciate that so much. I'm definitely going to have to make this like a hospital take along when we go. Then when we deliver in Nashville. Love it. Yeah. Okay. Stay on the phone, Mackenzie. Happy birthday. Thank you for calling. Thanks for humoring us with the dumbest game we've ever played on the show. <laughs> was fun, Thanks. though. All right. Yeah. Bye, Mackenzie. Don't, don't hang up. Don't hang up. I'm going to end with this. 
A Texas woman has gone viral after she quit her job at Walmart over the loudspeaker. The viral video shows the woman ripping into her allegedly racist and sexist co-workers. She worked in Walmart's Cap 2 department, which involves unloading and organizing freight. The announcement has earned 3.7 million views on TikTok. Here is a bleeped version of her quitting on the loudspeaker. Attention all Walmart shoppers, associates, and managers. My name is Shauna from Cap 2, and I just want to come on here and say Henry is a racist, stinky Jimmy from Sporting Goods, Joseph the cashier, Larry from Garden Center. You are all perverts, and I hope you don't talk to your daughters the way you talk to me. Shout out to Ariel. Love you for getting me this job a year ago when I needed it most. The managers, this company, this position, that big lazy Chris Price. I quit. Oh. (laughs) Wow. My favorite though of all that, because she went, as they say, ham on all of them except one. You're cool. Yeah, she hired her. Yeah. She's like, you suck, you suck, you suck. You're cool. You suck, you suck. (laughs) Holy cow. She went a lot harder than I thought she was going to. (laughs) Man, that's hard. It reminds me of Inetta the Mood Setter. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I'm going to play this clip for you. This is Alabama DJ Inetta the Mood Setter Hinton. She took to the airwaves of South Alabama's WBLX to complain that coworkers were gossiping behind her back, adding that she was tired of getting paid only $6 an hour. This is one of my favorite I Quit clips. Here is Inetta the Mood Setter. It's Inetta the Mood Setter, and I told you I had a very important announcement, and here it is. I refuse. I refuse to walk around and watch people on my job, looking over my shoulder, people lying to me, people talking about me. It's ridiculous. It is sad. For the last six years, I made $6 an hour. That ain't nothing. We, I never will not be setting the mood at BLX no more. I refuse to walk around with people that'll speak to you. Hey, I never. How you doing? But then as soon as you walk by that, I will not do it to myself anymore. So if you're confused about what I'm saying, listen very carefully. I quit this. Come a big station. <laughs> 93 BLX. <laughs> Uh, wow. So many thoughts. <laughs> she changes music beds in the middle of it. <laughs> that she has the imaging timed off personally. She's like, I quit this beat. BLX90 runs a perfectly yeah, she structured still break. Did her job. Hit her clock. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it. Let's go over to Pam, who is calling us from New York. Pam, how are you? I'm fantastic, thank you. What can I do for you? Well, I was calling about the weird things happening. Yeah. So um, I have a, a cabinet in my living room, and on one side I have uh, like a memorial to my mom who passed away four years ago. Um, her name was Fran. And on that side, if you touch the hinge, um, it turns the light on, um, on both sides of the cabinets. Um, on the one side where my mom's memorial is and her photos of her and I, it keeps like popping on. Um, when I come into the living room. And it's not all the time. Um, it's just random. Like, one day I walked into the living room and the light just came on. And I I don't know. I don't know if it's weird or just my mom saying, hey, I'm here. Um, it's okay. Well, do you like that it comes on? Does it make you feel good? Yeah, it's a feel-good thing because I'm like, okay, all right, I get you. All right, Mom, I hear you. Then there's Then I wouldn't have it checked out. Honestly, because if you have somebody come in and check it out, they're probably going to find some short somewhere. And if it's making you feel good, 
ain't nothing bad happening. I just don't see a reason to go and figure out what the reason is. I'm not a big believer in that, but I also am not one to go, you know what? It's absolutely not. I can't prove it's not. What do you think, Amy? Yeah, I mean, we can't prove it's not. I mean, I don't think that it is, but yeah, I mean, we all are looking for little things that make us feel better. And if, there's, if there comes a time where it's not making you feel better, then you get it checked out, get it taken care of. But for the meantime, if it's comforting to you, then yeah, use that to your benefit. If it makes you feel good and it's not hurting anybody, have at it. You know, it's not hurting you or hurting anybody, have at it. On the phone is Rhonda in Tennessee. Hey, Rhonda, what's going on? Hey, is this Bobby? It sure is. Hey, Bobby, this is Rhonda. I'm calling from Shelbyville, Tennessee. And I just want to say I'm an older listener, but I love, love, love your show. And um, in May of last year, my husband got um, detained in India. And every morning for seven and a half months, I would listen to you guys. And it uplifted my spirit so much. And I, I love your show. And I love Amy's uh, stories about adoption. And I just love everybody. What happened to your husband in India? I think that everybody went at the same time. <laughs> yeah, why, yeah. This why? is a really sweet, uh, you're very sweet to call. Um, well, um, I, and by the way, I was, um, I lived in Arkansas a long time. I just want to put that in there. Well, not a long time, but I lived around Mammoth Springs. I don't know if you know where that's at. So we do have that in common a little bit. Um, my husband is a minister and he uh, went to India. He was going to Nepal. And he got uh, detained in um, in India for, well, seven and a half months because he was trying to do the Lord's work. He uh, missionary. It was highly publicized all over wow. the world. Um, he's back, though? Are, like, he's safe? He is back. He got home May the 19th. But as you can imagine, there was many, many, many mornings coming to work. And I work here at a local hospital. Many mornings I would come to work, and you guys were so uplifting. And, um, and I'm 58, so I'm not a young person. So, but your, your show, it just speaks to so many ages, age groups. And I, I, if I, I can't hear your whole show because I, <laughs> I'm working, but I go home every night and listen to the podcast. Wow. That's how much I love, love, love your show. Is your husband? And, and I want to thank Brian Naren. I'm sorry. Yes, it is. Yeah, oh. I just pulled up a news story. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. It's it's been all over the news, um, and he he even got to go. Um, to the RNC, we got to go to the White House. We got to go to, um, uh, I didn't get to meet the president, but he did. And so that was just an amazing time, amazing trip. Wow. And even though uh, we went through some very, very dark days because they wanted to give him three to five years in uh, prison. But thankfully, he only spent like six days in an Indian prison, and he was released to um, a little guest house there where he stayed for seven more months. And um, but you know, he came home. He's well. He he he's doing great. Well, wow. um, our lives will never be the same, but not in a bad way. Well, thank you for calling. So thankful he's okay. Wow, what a call to end the show on, huh? Yeah. What a, oh. that's crazy. Like, yeah. Wow. I can't even imagine. Okay, we do have to go. 
Uh, thank you for your call. Wow, crazy. Amy, you have five seconds. What are you doing today? No, uh, very normal day. Good. What about you? Very normal. Very busy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> lots of everything. All right, we'll see you guys tomorrow. <laughs> Bye, everybody. This is a Bobby Bone Show. Bobby Bone.